And welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, now that we have the USDA reports for January behind us, we take a look a little bit closer at the situation in South America. Joining us today, Pedro Deneca, founder and partner at MD Commodities, to give us a boots-on-the-ground look at what's going on in Brazil and Argentina. Pedro, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jesse. It's a pleasure being here with you guys, man. Hey, let's jump right in, Pedro. I, I know we have plenty to talk about and cover here today. Looking at now, we have USDA numbers that have come out. We have the Rosario Grain Exchange numbers, Buenos Aires numbers, everything out in front of us here. Really looking at the situation in South America. I know we hear a lot about the issues in Argentina, yet Brazil looking fairly good still. So let's just start overall assessment of the numbers that we've seen do you agree with those numbers especially maybe starting argentina are we seeing these issues down there and do those numbers correctly reflect the issues that we are or aren't seeing in argentina right now absolutely listen uh well just to start out a, a very good friend of mine we were talking markets uh this was thursday night or actually wednesday night and uh, he actually told me, Pedro, the Argentinian weather is the, the Brazilian farmer's best friend, you know, meaning uh, the situation that's happened in Argentina. So starting from that point, uh, to answer your question directly, uh, the, the, the issues are serious. I mean, we, unfortunately, Argentina is now going on a third year of, of very challenging conditions um, now. We saw the Rosario Exchange come out with 37 millimetric tons. One thing that we must... Uh, uh, put in perspective, the Rosario Exchange is made up mostly of producers. Producers uh, are going to want price to go up, prices to go up. So uh, the Rosario Exchange is known for being a little bit pessimistic, uh, exaggerating a little bit on their estimates. Okay, so do we believe the crop is 37 millimetric tons today? No, we believe the crop is much closer to, say, 39 to 42 millimetric tons, especially with the rains that have, uh, have uh, arrived here in the last uh, couple of weeks, especially in the last week or so, and forecasts are relatively favorable for a decent part of Argentina. Now, that mm -hmm. being said, USDA came out, came out with that 45 number. We believe there's still room to the downside. So the USDA was cautious, and we understand that's a step-by-step -step approach that the USDA chose to take. Uh, so we're going to see another reduction on a future USDA report. I don't know if it's gonna be on the February report or the March report, but we believe the Argentina crop, it's going to uh, finish somewhere around 40 millimetric tons. If that number is 38, if that number is 42, uh, weather for the next 45 days are going to tell us. Because you got to remember, uh, they are just now finishing planting. You know, so a lot of the early planted soybeans, those are a mess. And a lot of those producers might not even replant. You know, we're going to have some area that's not going to be replanted. So you're going to go from a potential of 50 millimetric tons, uh, 44 millimetric tons last year, to call it, let's just, use, let's just use a 40 millimetric ton number today. Okay, that's a good working number. But then there's a point that, that I need to make for you guys that are, uh, you know, listening in and tuning in. Guys, last year Argentina was 44. This year, let's just say they're going to be 40. And if you want to be, let's go even further down. Let's use the Rosario Exchange as 37. If we use that number, that's a reduction of 7 million metric tons in production compared to last year with Argentina. Brazil, on the other hand, with the rains arriving in Rio Grande do Sul, which is the third largest producing state in Brazil, mm -hmm. uh, and it's the southernmost state, and it's the state that 
starts their planting the latest. So they have a very similar cycle to Uruguay and Argentina. Okay, so they're just now finishing planting and the rains have arrived in a very timely manner after a few dry weeks over there. The Brazil crop is now consolidating somewhere around 150 millimetric tons, Jesse. If that number is going to be 148, if the number is going to be 154, we're going to need another 30 to 45 days to really understand what the potential is. But the, the point is the crop is going to be consolidated around 150 millimetric tons. That's 20 three million metric tons higher than last wow. year, right? So think about it. Should we really be sitting at $15 beans when Argentina is losing seven? Okay, I get it. But the world's largest exporter by far being Brazil, it's gonna gain 23 million metric tons, Jesse. So it's, the market right now is not necessarily trading on fundamentals. You know, everybody wants to talk about all oh, meal business and oil business coming mm -hmm. to the US, guys, it's not as clear cut as that. Argentina is already importing some Brazilian beans. Argentina is going to crush. And, it, and if at the end, these rains that are now arriving settles the crop down around 40, 42 millimetric tons, 41 millimetric tons, they're gonna get plenty to crush. Now, Argentina has issues of their own, okay, Jesse? So yep. uh, unfortunately we have some political economic issues there as well. But the, the bottom line here is that we seem to be pretty rich value right here, you know, with meal where it's at, with beans where it's at, considering that Brazil is about to literally flood the market with soybeans. So, yeah, I think $15 beans in the U.S., I know that's been this psychological area that we've just been, you know, bumping up against, bumping up against, and finally broke through after the USDA report to it. But to me, it sounds like we're kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, so to speak, when these Brazilian supplies, this big crop comes online. So That's it would right. seem like the the long-term potential here with with futures in the U.S. is going to be to the downside, Pedro. It just depends on when it happens, possibly. It, it does, Jesse. And I and I catch some flack sometimes. Oh, Pedro, you're a perma-bear. And, and then I said, no, it's not that I'm a <laughs> perma-bear. It's a, the, the, my main clients are producers. But mm -hmm. the vast majority, we have some funds, you know, some guys in the industry, but the majority of our clients are producers here in Brazil specifically. And our job is to manage their risk. And when we see fundamentals that we're seeing, even though the market is operating outside of those fundamentals, and by the way, they can keep operating outside of those, fund of those fundamentals for much longer, right? We, we're not sitting here telling them that, hey, beans cannot go to 16. We're simply saying, guys, listen, we don't have the supply and demand story to go to $16. Maybe we go for other reasons, Jesse, but it's not gonna be because of a supply and demand story. So we need to understand that. And then how do we manage risk? And when we look in the second half of this year, Jesse, I wanna say something right now. I don't know if the listeners are gonna like what I'm about to say, but listen, with Brazil flooding the market right now with 150 million metric tons of beans, that means that Brazil is going to export close to 95 millimetric tons up from 77 last year. That's 18 millimetric tons in gains, okay, in exports alone, which means that U.S. exports are going to suffer. So we're actually, we believe we saw the lowest carryout number for the U.S. for 22, 23, and we believe 23, 24. If all of a sudden we have an El Nino, El Nino usually historically means pretty decent crops in the U.S., and if the crops are decent in the U.S., even if we don't get a growth in soybean area, we could easily be looking at $11 beans November 23 in the second half of this year. Easily. We'll continue our conversation with Pedro Deneca of MD Commodities coming up tomorrow on American Ag Today. Produced by the American Ag Network, I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.